This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 13 Days of Halloween, Devil's Night. A production of iHeart3D Audio, Blumhouse Television, and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. Headphones recommended. Listener discretion advised. Okay, Arrow. I think we lost him. How far did we run? I don't know where we are. I see lights over the hill. Okay, buddy, let's go. What is that? Sounds like the end of the world. Well, we can't go back the other way. Come on. Hey, buddy! It's the fair! Alright. This is the fairgrounds. I think that means we're south of town. Opposite home. So. Max? Mirror Max. Well, I'll be Jim Jammed. Max, it is you. <laughs> you remember me? Dorothy? Yeah, Dorothy DuPont. Hey, Archie, I know this kid. He does work for my pop sometimes. Pop calls him Mirror Max because he gets the Lincoln so shiny you could shave in your reflection. <laughs> Max, this is Archie Bloor. He's my guy. How you doing, sport? Actually, I'm glad I ran into you. I Pop need help. says he just can't get good help these days, but this kid, he's a regular gas piston. And Archie, oh, you wouldn't believe it. I heard him say the sweetest thing. It was one Saturday a few months ago. He spends all day shoveling mud in the back acre, out in the sun. It's hot as Helen out there. At quitting time, here comes our maid Clara to offer him some cold roast beef for supper. And he says... No, thanks. My mom's making navy bean soup tonight, and it'll sure hurt her feelings if I don't come home hungry. (laughs) What the hell's a navy bean? Isn't that the most darling thing you ever heard? Easy on the sugar, doll. (laughs) Gonna run away with this piss dribble? Archie, don't be coarse. (laughs) I'm just playing. Dorothy, I need help. Yeah? My dog and me, we're stuck on the wrong side of town, and I don't have a way to get home. Oh, well, Archie's pop is sending a car to pick us up later. I suppose we could give you a ride. Really? Well, golly, I mean, we could, but... Don't beat around the bush, doll. Look, we could give you a ride, but we're in a jam, too. So how about you do us a favor first? What is it? Well, earlier tonight, I lost something... Something real important. 
See, I borrowed a tennis bracelet from Archie's mother. Probably worth more than your house. Diamonds out the caboose. Don't be coarse. It was supposed to be just for tonight, but she doesn't know I took it. That bracelet means everything to her, and I lost it in there at the fair. Do you think you could go in and find it for us? Why can't you go back yourself? Oh, I'll tell you why. Tight-ass, brother-fucking, carny trash. Archie! See, Archie caused a bit of a stir inside, and we got thrown By out. By a Jake-leg imbecile French. Hold on, Archie. We were in Quiet Cal's. Have you been there? No. It's a shack full of rotten mummies and pickled whale jocks. It's called Quiet Cal's House of Wonders. It's on the far side of the fairgrounds. Sort of a kooky museum stuff from all heck knows where. It belongs to this weird old woman who calls herself Quiet Cal. Nasty old bat. Out of her mind. So we were inside, looking at the mummies and whatnots, and Archie pipes up, Say, what's behind the secret door? Well, yeah, you gotta wonder. Big door. Just says, keep out. My friend Frankie says he heard old Quiet Cal runs a gin bar on the sly back there. Cold booze. Band dancers with ditties out to here. Well, whatever it is, she wouldn't open it up for us, and Archie lost his temper. I said, after everything my pops does for this town... You're going to treat me like smut? Keep me out of your ditty joint? Well, how about I give it back to you? How about I smash your dirty fucking mummies? You had too much to drink. Oh, dollface, I'm just getting started. Bam! Why, when Frankie and Bertram get here, we ought to go back and burn the whole damn... Anyway, Archie made a terrible mess, and they chased us out into the woods. But then I noticed the bracelet was gone. It must have fallen off inside Cal's. If you can find it in there... It would mean the world to me. And of course, we'd give you a ride home. Here, take my ticket. You can get in with that. Aw, you really are a sweetheart. See you soon. Okay, buddy. Just gotta find this place. I think it's this way. Does your blood run hot enough to take a plunge? Are you a regular Iron Man or a bag of wax lips? The only way to know is to test your metal on. Say there, cool hand. Why not give it a go at the knife toss? Sink the blade in the yellow cork, and you win a prize. Only way to lose is to walk away. Sorry, mister, I'm in a hurry. <laughs> so, you're in the wrong place for a hurry. Come round, don't be bashful. Welcome, welcome to Quiet Cal's House of Wonders, home of the world-renowned Hall of Mummyosity. I am your hostess, that is my name in the marquee. Ladies and gentlemen, we had a bit of a bug tussle earlier this evening, and we are getting everything cleaned up as I speak. The tour will begin in just a moment, and in the meantime... Dalbert, you may commence with that horrible instrument, if you must. Oui, madame. Now, as my Gallic assistant attempts to torture a melody from that satanic contraption, I would be happy to answer any questions you have. Hey, I heard you had a tooth from a man-eating tree in there. True. 
You will see it with your own eyes. Yeah, well, I heard you got a hooch standing back. Now to that one, I say cock and bull. Ladies and gentlemen, the tea in my total is a capital one, I assure you. And the only spirits with which I associate are those who reach out through the venerable rite of seance. Well, there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't a ticket yet, you may purchase over yonder. If you have one in hand, right this way. Come, Dalbert. See here, the gunpowder god. Many years ago, my late husband and I were crossing the plateaus of the great Altai when we came upon a tribe of ox herds. After trading for a few baubles and a can of sardines, said they would take us to see their god in the flesh. And what do you know, but when we came to it, this idol was no less than an unblasted howitzer shell dressed in garlands of lilac. And the people, one by one, pressed their lips upon it like it was the piscine ring of the Pope. If this was their god, how did it end up in here? That is a secret of the trade. What's this? Ah. That is my taxidermy of the dreaded rat bear of Patagonia. The beast never grows larger than a pumpkin, yet a single one of these rodents could eat a man whole. Though often enough, they will settle for biting off the exposed genitals of one who steps away from the group to make water while on a hunt. Looks like a stuffed rabbit. Yeah, with assholes for eyes. <laughs> Laugh all you like, little Philistines. We will take your money all the same. Now, on to the Hall of Mummyosity. This, I believe I can say with confidence, is the largest private collection of mummies on Earth. We have long mummies, short mummies, old mummies, young mummies, linens aged to fine hues of ebony, slate, and rose, noble mummies, humble mummies, kings eternal, and children of the past. My late husband and I spent the better part of our lives collecting these beautiful specimens from every corner of the globe. We have not only the refined, stately mummies of Egypt, but the creatures of the Jutland bog, curled and cured in blankets of peat, the gorgeous, desiccated guardians of the scrubland and the plain. Our mummies come from every continent, every corner of the map. Admire their elegance at your leisure. But I must stress, do not touch. Hey, what's behind this door? Stop that now. Oh, shit. This is the secret room. You got that booze hall back here, don't you? Out! 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 Dubair! Oh. Hey! You can't expect to... Ah! I'm doing... Hey! You, you lunatic! Get your hands out of there! Apologies for the scene, ladies and gentlemen. Some fools cannot be saved, even by education. Enjoy the exhibits! Excuse me, ma'am? And who are you? My name's Max. I'm sorry to bother you, but I'm looking for something. A friend of mine lost a special bracelet in here, and I'm trying to help her find it. I looked all over the floor already. Do you have a lost and found? Young man, this house in its fullness is a lost and found. Oh, uh, but in a sense, you mean, yes, I do. Dabert! Oui, madame? Step into my office. This boy here is in search of un bijou perdu. Mm. Comme c'est tragique. You'll have to excuse the mess. We suffered a frightful act of vandalism this evening. 
In the hurry to clean up, I fear that every single thing has been mislaid. Dalbert, the lost and found. One moment, madame. Ma'am, can I ask, why are you called Quiet Cow? Oh, well now, that is on account of my contract with the Power Almighty. You see, one foul, foggy morning many years ago, my late husband Bushrod and I were chopping and whacking our way through the jungles of French into China on the trail of a local sorcerer whom we had been led to believe possessed the bones of a winged gremlin of sorts, and it was on that trek that the Lord himself intervened to save me from certain death in a pitfall tiger trap. Hearing his stern voice call out, I hesitated to lay my foot on the forest floor, and I tell you, if I had taken one more step, I would have tumbled to a perforated end, skewered like a sausage on stakes of bamboo, as was my poor husband. Oh, my poor Schwad. Clever he was, and handsome, and dexterous. But since the Almighty saw fit to withhold me from such a piercing, in gratitude I undertook a vow of silence that I honor to this day. Does that mean you don't talk? Correct. But you're talking right now. Dear boy, this is not talk, this is discourse. I also keep a vow of chastity. <laughs> By God, Dalbert, what is taking so long? My blood comes to a simmer as I watch you futz and fumble about. Max, my boy, behold a man so maladroit he'd need a stocking horse to approach a pot of beans. Do you hear me? Yes, madame. I believe it is just here somewhere. lumbering fangle. If I had any sense, I would turn your hide into a cover for the privy seat so it would not chill my haunches in the midnight hour. Are you still not finished? Ha, 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 ha. Voila. Could this be your bijou pardon? Yeah, that's gotta be it. Give it here, Dabert. Now, Max, I'm not a fool. I know where and who this came from. I'll give you the bracelet, but in return, you must give me her name. Think now. It's only justice. This girl and her rattlecap bow laid an absolutely senseless wallop on one of my most cherished mummies, the body of a holy child from the storm-burned peaks of the Andes. Now, Whatever you think of these withered wrapplings, they are priceless to me. I travel the world to acquire them. They are my life's work. You must understand, when my life's work is stomped into the floorboards by a couple of soft-boiled bambini on a Halloween lark, it is only fair that I would seek justice. I won't lock them in the Iron Maiden, though I do have one around here somewhere. I will be... Engaging the police. Of course, there's no reason for them to find out it was you who told. So, do we have a deal? Sorry, ma'am. I can't. <sighs> so be it. I'm disappointed. But as much as I desire forthrightness, 
Loyalty is a virtue with a luster of its own. Of course, this means I'll need to keep the bracelet as evidence. Now run along, and a merry Halloween to you. What are we gonna do now, buddy? Folks, two passengers per car. Only two. Shut up! Hey, you dirty cheat! That's a trick knife. I want my money back. What's wrong with everybody tonight? Calm down. There's no trick. Let me yeah, show you. I'll something. show you something. You two-bit buzzing. Imagine the hot breath on your skin. Imagine the claws like a drag hero wreaking your neck. The thought alone is enough to send you or me running for the hills. But it's all in a day's work for Maybell Riggs, the astonishing Lady Lion Tamer. Get your tickets now for the last show of the evening featuring Maybell Riggs and the fearsome king of the pride, Pappy. How does she do it? They all want to know. Will this be the night Pappy prevails? Or will Maybell and her whip prove bridal enough for the man-eating beast? The only way to see for yourself is to get your ticket now. How about it, Max? Step in for a lion show. Stay back, boy. It's him. Who else could it be? I... I don't know you, mister. I don't want to know you. I don't want anything to do with you. Max, I understand you are afraid. You are lost and far from home with no one to trust. No one you should trust. But you can tell by now that I am not going to hurt you. Quite the opposite. Stay away from me. Let me walk home with you. That is all I ask. I will make sure that you get back to your mother and father in one piece. And then I will go on my way. Why would you do that? Haven't you noticed? Tonight, something's just not right with the world. Yeah, mainly you. Max, come with me. Do not run. <laughs> Miss Cow! Miss Cow! Oh, the vash. Farm, farm. You again. We're closed, young man. No, I need help. What's the matter? I don't know what's going on, but there's a a madman chasing me all over the place. I keep seeing him everywhere. He's a murderer. Shh. All right now. I just saw him outside. I can't. I can't. Dalbert, lock the door. There, there. Come here, my boy. I don't know what to do. My dog and me are stuck out here on the wrong side of town, and everybody's going crazy tonight, and nobody even knows I'm here. Nobody knows you're here? What about your father and mother? I was supposed to be home hours ago, but I got all turned around. Do you have a telephone? I could try to call them. Of course. Of course. Of course, do you hear this, Dalbert? This little moppet wayfaring on the devil's night, and not even his mother knows where to find him. Comme c'est tragique. Come, let us find the telephone. The secret room? The phone's in there? This way. This is what everybody wanted to see. What is all this? Bags of cement? Hey! Wait! My dog! Oh, he'll be all right out there. We have some business in here. Max, how tall are you? What? Small for your age, I judge. Why, I can see in my mind's eye now 
how the brawnier boys must subject you to terrible abuse. I know how boys can be, each one a minor Attila. Do they spit on you, call you a mollycoddle, and pilfer the change from your pockets? How would you like to be freed of these piddling ordeals? Ma'am, I don't know what you're talking about. Max, how would you like to become a god? Daber! Wait! Let me go! Help! Help! No one can hear you, my little cabbage. And no one even knows you're here. No sense in screaming yourself, horse. What do you want? Look at this. Look what they did to my brittle darling. You can barely see that it was once a slender boy like yourself. Bones crushed like eggshells, desecrated by the heel of a pagan loafer. Look how they ruined him. Well, if you won't give me justice, perhaps you can be my justice. Dalbert, how long did it take for this fine creature to attain his immortality? Ages, it seemed, madame. Yes, perhaps three years to slay the demon, another three to season his linens. To tell the truth, I forget where he came from, and yet he dried so exquisitely. Max, I admit, I fibbed a smidgen earlier about where most of our mummies come from. The truth is, the world has become such a treacherous place and travel so expensive it hardly makes sense to scour the lands of scorpions and bandits for a dwindling supply of antiques when the sacred rites themselves are at our fingertips. But never fear. You could ask no better a guide into your transcendence than myself. It was my dear Borshrod who invented the process rediscovered from the arts of a more civilized eon, but... I am a faithful caretaker of the way, and a steady hand to boot. Dalbert, the rites of everlasting life. Oui, madame. What's that? Two humble grains of ancient pedigree in equal mixture. Here, salt. And here, sand. Two granular gifts from a million years of wind and tide working upon the rocks. You see, before you're clothed in the linens of heaven, you must be purged as the great enemy of immortality. The demon. The demon of moisture. These grains will slay the demon and become your holy protectors. Except I must warn you of what may be a source of momentary discomfort, which Bushrod and I discovered long ago. It really only works from the inside out. Now open your mouth, my boy, and your sacred journey begins. What's this? Who's there? Surprise, you old bat! I told you I'd be back with my pals. Archie, it's me! Back here! Let them have it, boys! Burn it all! Burn all this carny trash! No, no, no! Mindless physicists! Stop them, Dalbert! Stop them! Uh, I get the gun! Uh. Ah, where do you think you're going? Let go of me, lady! Such disloyalty! Such vicious contempt to tuck tail and run! 
For God's sake, show some dignity, boy. You are to be one of the gods now. And if they burn, you burn. Cow! Let go of the boy. What? By what right do you think? Oh. Oh, my word. Oh, oh look at you now. Look at you. Observe my luck to meet you. Only at the moment my museum is burning. Oh, but dear me, how I want you behind glass. What a clap of thunder you are. What a shocking angel. No, ma'am. Not an angel. You. What is this? Eat shit and die, you swan. <laughs> Take your hands off of me. Now, Max. Run! As for you. Beautiful! Extraordinary! Arrow! Arrow! Hey! There you are, buddy! Come on! We gotta get out of here! The train! That's it! We'll have to hop it! Come on, come on! Faster, boy! Days of Halloween, Devil's Night, starring Carter Rockwood and Clancy Brown. Episode 3, The Fairgrounds, written by Joe McCormick, featuring the voices of Olivia Castano, Vinnie Balbo, Eve Gordon, Nicholas Dukoski, Raphael Corkill, Gina Rakiki, and Jeffrey Kennedy. Edited by Zoshe. Sound design by Josh Thane. Directed by Alexander Williams. Script supervision by Nicholas Dukoski. Casting by Sunday Bowling CSA and Meg Mormon CSA. Production coordinator, Wayna Calderon. Production assistants, Zoe Shea and Amber Ferris. Animal recording by Ben James. Closing theme by Rose Azerti. LoyaltyFreakMusic.com Recorded at DG Entertainment in Los Angeles, California. Engineered by Gary Forbes and Jody Abbott. Additional recording by Soundbite Inc. in Atlanta, Georgia. Engineered by Chase Nixon, studio manager Kathy Roberts, executive producers Aaron Mankey, Noah Feinberg, Chris Dickey, Matt Frederick, and Alexander Williams. Supervising producers Trevor Young and Josh Thane. Producers Jesse Funk and Rima Ilkayali. 13 Days of Halloween was created by Matt Frederick and Alexander Williams and is a production of iHeart3D Audio, Blumhouse Television, and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. Learn more about the show at grimandmild.com slash 13 days and find more podcasts from iHeartRadio by visiting the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.